Welcome to HUDCO Radio. I'm Jim Kennelly. Today we're talking with Joanne Northgrave, Hudson County's Coordinator of Veterans Affairs. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Jim. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for asking me. Well, I'd like to start off today uh, by asking you about the office itself. Veterans Affairs began many years ago as the uh, Office of Veterans Internments. Can you describe how it's expanded, especially in recent years? Sure. Our office has changed with the times. We have many veterans who are coming home. They have no idea what to do or where to go, and we have become basically their GPS. We help them sort through their issues, and we help them navigate through the system. Our office changed its name a couple of years ago from Office of Veterans Interments to Office of Veterans Affairs because we want our focus to be to help our veterans while they are alive. But we do help them when their time has ended. This month you're going to be holding the latest in your long series of stakeholder meetings. Uh, they're focused on enhancing uh, local veteran services. When's this next stakeholders meeting and what happens in those meetings? Our next meeting is this Wednesday, March 13th. It starts at 1.30 at the Gallo Center in Lincoln Park. Um, our, our stakeholders meetings started about five, five and a half years ago in partnership with Catholic Charities. Um, it is a, a gathering of veterans and veteran providers. We do it quarterly. And at these meetings, we have a variety of speakers that inform and educate. Um, and after the meeting, there is room for outreach and networking. We have 11 stakeholders groups now across the state of New Jersey. We formed this team because we don't want to ask a veteran what county they came from, because when they serve, they don't ask where you come from. They Breaking serve. down barriers. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's a wonderful thing. And from this group, we started a veteran's email. Um, we have hundreds of veterans that we reach every day with opportunities such as education and um, employment and uh, articles that come out about various things that they're going through um, and different benefits that they are entitled to. The best thing about this email is we now find that if a veteran is in need of something, say a veteran needs a crib, we put this out through the email and the response is absolutely incredible. And the email list is essentially a product of the stakeholders meetings. It absolutely is. That's great. Now, um, our annual Memorial Day uh, commemoration has a number of unique and really beautiful elements to it. Uh, for folks who've never been, uh, who've never had the chance to see it, what is it like? It, it's an awesome ceremony. Um, we bring together the young and the old to remember our fallen heroes. Um, our honor guards from across the county, including our veterans organizations, our sheriff's department, and our corrections department, their honor guards start the ceremony with our JROTC cadets from Lincoln and Dickinson High Schools. It is truly a wonderful sight to see. Our corrections officer, Lakia Gaylard, sings several songs, and her voice is truly like an angel. Our county exec, Tom DeGeese, uses his background as a history teacher to remind us all of why we're there. And uh, we usually end it with our Hoboken World War II veteran, Vince, Vince Wassman, who recites Flanders Field. It is truly a wonderful event. Um, but every year we are reminded of how many we lose from year to year. This year will be quite emotional because we will be um, honoring and dedicating our ceremony to Frank Perucci, who passed away in December. 
Um, Frank was a World War II and Korea Korean War vet um, who was the head the head of the honor guard for the uh, Catholic War vets in Bayonne, and he was just a part of everything. And we will we will sorely miss him. We already are. Yeah, he was a pillar of the veterans community in Hudson County. Certainly was. Now that is a, that ceremony is beautiful. Seeing the young people get together with the um, older veterans and yeah. things like that, it really gives you a sense of the kind of the arc of service there, if you know what I mean. It's Absolutely. Perfect. Let me ask you about another, uh, a very different program that you guys are involved with. The county hosts a veterans art show. Uh, how did that get started? A couple of years back, I visited the Secaucus Vet Center and I saw this program that they subtitled Paint Your Pain. And it was um, veterans that never even knew that they could paint or, or mold clay. And the things that came out of that were unbelievable. Um, so we decided to showcase that in the lobby of 830 Bergen. Um, and from there, it kind of grew. We realized how much the veterans had um, to offer. Um, we have hosted, um, it is called, it used to be called Combat Paper, and now it is called Frontline Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, Frontline Arts takes the veterans' uniforms and makes it into canvas. So they actually take their uniform and go through the process and do it themselves. And then it comes out, they come out with a canvas that they can then paint on. And it is just, it is truly amazing. So we had them in last year. We had one of our veterans from Bayonne. His name is Anthony Sinkowitz. He paints um, every conflict and every war for as long, up until the present. Um, we had him showcased one year. He paints without any gore, but yeah. his paintings are incredible. And this year, we have decided that we are going to honor the the heroes that Memorial Day is, is basically for. Um, one of them is going to be Freeholder Romano's uncle, who passed in World War II, and he was named after him. So we are asking the county of Hudson, the residents, that if they have any relatives that perished in in any wars, if they would just call us, and um, we're going to put their picture and their story in our lobby for the whole month of May. Our country at least focuses on veterans and their service and their issues on Veterans Day. What kinds of programming does the office offer around this holiday? We try to keep it fresh, so we try to do something every year. Uh, One year we had a very large medal ceremony. Um, One year we had a breakfast. This past year we celebrated, we commemorated the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I. Um, We held it in Persian Field with a nod to General Pershing. Um, And so every year we try to do a little something different. This year, we will be doing two things. Um, We will be holding a medal ceremony, but I believe that it will be with um, one of the veterans organizations. And we will be holding Veterans of the Year nominations. The the winners of each of the municipalities will have a brunch during the month of November. You mentioned the military service medals. Could you describe for folks who may not be aware of this program, what is a Hudson County uh, military service medal? It is a medal that the county exec asked us to give to veterans who honorably served. Um, and uh, there's an application online to fill out in order to uh, get it. All you need to do is be honorably discharged and, and have discharge papers to show that. 
So if someone has a family member who, you know, served bravely in uh, in a past war um, and they know about their service and they have not received a Hudson County Military Service Medal, they can go to the website, download the form and, and provide it uh, to us and we can begin to include them as part of the next, say, class of nominees for the medal. Absolutely. Have many veterans who get them posthumously, them to their family. It's wonderful. Our annual Pearl Harbor Day ceremony, uh, I should say our annual Pearl Harbor Day commemoration, uh, holds a unique place amongst these kinds of events nationwide. Can you explain why that is? And can you tell us a little bit about the ceremony? Sure. Our Pearl Harbor ceremony is the second longest running event, second only to Pearl Harbor. Um, Hudson County has been holding it the longest. We have a ceremony outside where we um, just say, because uh, it's freezing, usually December 7th, usually raining, snowing, anything, anything of right. that we've experienced, and we hold it down near the water, um, near Exchange Place. Um, so we have, we, up until a couple of years ago, we had two World War II veterans that um, were there in Pearl Harbor, uh, Robert Eakin and Frank Wasniewski. And every year they would join us, and they would throw the wreath in at the end of the, at the, end of the ceremony into the water. Um, unfortunately, um, Robert Eakin passed away a couple of years ago, and Frank is no longer um, physically able to attend, but their family members do. So this year we held a brief ceremony outside of Cozy Restaurant, which is also near the water. It was so cold that day that um, the older veterans we encouraged to stay inside. And um, we had the ceremony, and then those of us that could, we walked the wreath down to the water and tossed it in, and then we went back into Cozy and warmed up. One nice thing about that event, I thought, being there taking photos, was that uh, there were young people, again, from ROTC, who took part. Um, how did that relationship develop between Veterans Affairs uh, and these local ROTC? Is that something that uh, you developed? How did, how did that come about? Uh, I had um, one of the commanders of the ROTC come up to me at an event that I was in in Jersey City and asked if they could participate because the um, ceremonies, they couldn't seem to get a handle on when they were occurring, and they wanted that participation. They wanted their cadets to recognize, really, the reason that they were doing what they were doing. So um, it started probably four or five years ago that they we had Dickinson, Lincoln, and at one point we had McNair, and um, I think their schedule doesn't allow them to come, or, but we're happy with the cadets that do come, and it's, it is wonderful to see them intermingling with the older veterans. And it's also a credit to their leadership, you know, their, uh, their, um, their uh, advisors, I guess, uh, at the schools who were willing to reach out to you to build that connection. I think it's, you know, a really beautiful thing. I, I mean, do some too. Of the, some of the, the nicest photographs that have come out over the years that have been taken at these different ceremonies are ones where you see the young people who have made that commitment to service with those folks who made that commitment and sacrificed. And um, that commiseration is really beautiful to see. I think the other thing is you see the older veterans look at them and remember that. And, and truly, from an older person's perspective, it doesn't seem like it's that long ago. Right. And I can imagine them looking at them and thinking, hey, it was only yesterday that I looked like you. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Now, to finish up today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the range of uh, veterans resource, uh, resource fairs. What are some of the topics that the resource fairs deal with? And what do they offer in terms of support 
to veterans and to their families. We've been holding these probably um, five years as well. We've changed it a little. Um, we've gone from municipality to municipality. This year it's going to be in Sea Caucus in the uh, VFW on Patterson Plank Road, Saturday, April 27th from 10 to 2. And what we basically do is help the vet through whatever they're looking for. So they step into the door and the VA is there to help them if they have a question about benefits or if they have a question about appeals. Um, we have um, usually Northeast New Jersey legal services there in case they have an issue. We have some veterans that came back with an other than honorable discharge and for reasons that really shouldn't have been. Um, there are ways now for us to upgrade their discharge, which allows them a lot more benefits, allows them benefits, because mm -hmm. other than that, they don't get that. Um, so we have people there that can help them through that. We have um, educational opportunities. Usually the colleges stop by to let them know um, what benefits they are eligible for. We have employment opportunities. Um, people that solely want to hire veterans or, or are, you know, want to help. Because veteran, uh, veteran employment, unemployment is, is at like 9.7. That's, that's, uh, that's what I read this morning. Wow. Um, that's pretty high. Mm -hmm. um, so we try to get them through the door and take care of as many of the issues that they have so that they don't have to go any further. Joanne Northgrave, coordinator of Hudson County Veterans Affairs. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. You can learn more about these programs and services by visiting our website, HudsonCountyNJ.org, or by checking out the Veterans Affairs page on Facebook. And to keep up with announcements about veterans-related issues, be sure to follow us on Twitter at HudgoTweet at Twitter.com. Finally, thanks again to Hudson County Executive Tom DeGees and the Board of Chosen Freeholders who sponsor and support all of these programs and services you heard about in today's podcast. Take care.